0: Do you feel overwhelmed by your circumstances? Are you trapped living each day in survival mode? Are you left feeling depleted and exhausted in everything you do, including your health journey? My mission is to help you break free from living this way and teach you how to grow strong from the inside out so that you can ditch the idea of measuring up to impossible standards and start enjoying the act of taking care of yourself instead of dreading it. Get ready to experience life-giving transformation through wellness. A 360-degree approach that nourishes your mind, body, and soul. Discover how you can achieve lasting results that will carry you throughout your health journey. So, please join me as we discuss fitness, faith, and fearless living. I'm Jessica Coleman, and this is Faithfully Fit Motherhood. Hey, friend. Welcome back to Faithfully Fit Motherhood. I am so excited to have you with me today. Thank you so much for listening. We are talking about overcoming plateaus in training today, which I know is something that is asked a lot if you are in the fitness realm and if you have any goals in mind, this can definitely pop up in your training And even if you don't have an active goal right now, if you are consistent in your workouts, this will certainly apply to you. So keep listening. I want to dive right in. And I want to start by saying that do not fear. This is a natural part of training. Everyone experiences a plateau. It is honestly just a part. It is a part in the play. It is the name of the game. It is what it is. So, the key really is not to avoid them altogether, but rather to minimize their duration and the effects of the plateau. So, it's more so about having strategy to overcome it. Now, I want to say that the natural reaction to overcome a plateau, I know I had this reaction, is to want to train harder, train more often, or increase your weight size or your volume in your workouts. Um, it just feels like the right thing to do because it's almost as if you feel that your body's adapted, which is a concept in training. Your body adapts to what you're doing. So that is certainly not wrong. You're not wrong in thinking, okay, my body has adapted to what I'm doing. Let's take it up a notch. But if that is not helping, if you take it up a notch and it's like, hmm, I'm still not seeing a dial mover here. I'm not just talking about the the number on the scale. I'm talking about um, you know, physically, are you seeing change? Um, even in your your reps and your sets, are you feeling stronger? All those things, is there not a change that is occurring even once you increased um, you know, any of those if not, then the actual answer and solution to create the effect of change is actually to do the opposite and do what we called, quote unquote, a deload. Because in reality, when we just try to train harder more often and always increase weight size, if that's what we're continually doing It actually creates the opposite effect because it ultimately leads to overtraining your body. Um, You know, think about, (laughs) I don't like to compare our bodies to machines or to vehicles or anything, but I do anyways because it's just so easy to see, um, you know, as a comparison. But obviously, we are much more than that. We are a spirit, a soul, and a mind and, you know, um, emotions. We're not just a mechanism. Um, But it's just easier to lay out the land when you have a comparison. And I think about it too. Like if you're you're just constantly running a machine, you know, maybe it's producing a product and you never turn off the machine or you never service it or provide maintenance on that machine or you're not feeding it, you know, fuel or whatever – eventually going to shut down like it's just it's not going to function it's not going to work the way it's supposed to it's not going to produce the um the product that you're wanting it to produce it needs to be at rest for a little bit now this doesn't mean that you have to completely shut down and just not work out for months at a time it just means that you have to reduce so instead of increase actually you want to reduce. And this sounds so counterintuitive, um, but it actually is because you need to provide a period of restoration to your body so that it can properly recover from all of the demand that you've been placing on it. Um, and and it's actually quite amazing. I I really encourage you to trust the process and just give it a chance. I know it can be scary and we think that if we you know, it's almost similar to sometimes when we're on a "quote unquote" diet, and we think, "Oh my goodness, you know, if I actually increase my calories, does that mean I'm just going to gain like a bunch of weight?" But it's actually amazing what it does when you actually trust trust the process and just dive in and just see, just see what happens. And I promise you, you'll be like, "Whoa, I, I didn't expect this," but it really is how the body works and responds is when it's in an overtrained state it's in a, a huge amount of chronic stress and if you've listened to my episodes before you know that when your body is in chronic stress it does not want to change it just wants to be in survival mode that is what your body will always prioritize is survival so if you're only feeding it what it needs to survive or only doing what it needs to survive that's what it's going to prioritize. When you're in um restriction, that's what it's prioritizing. When it's more in abundance, that's when you're going to start seeing change. So, I encourage you to not be afraid, which I know is so much easier said than done. Um trust me, I've been in this position where it's like, hmm, is this really what I'm supposed to do? Um but it is amazing to see that your body is just going to really soak in that restoration and the recovery. So the strategy that I'm I'm mentioning here or really implying is what I call a periodized routine. So if you think about it, there really are different types of training. It's not all high intensity and it's not all heavy weight. Like that's not the only option you have when it comes to workouts. You don't have to feel like you're dying at the end of your workout for it to be effective. There are many different ways that you can train your body. And it's not even just about changing weight or, um, sorry, muscle size and your body composition. It's also about training your joints and your body, how it responds to the stresses and the demands you place on it. So, the, what we formally call these um, workouts is strength, endurance, and balance training. So they're definitely less impact, but they are focused on mobility, they are focused on core and joint stabilization, Um, they're focused on muscle activation, and all of these things are going to help prepare your tissues um, so that once you return to those high demands of training, your body knows how to respond and your body's prepared for it. it. It knows how to react. And your body is also strong enough to handle it. And the thing that I really find nice about periodization routines and, you know, rotating with the different workouts with strength endurance and with Balance is that these workouts allow for variation. So it also helps prevent from boredom because sometimes, mentally, if we're just doing hardcore training all the time, it can sometimes be a little bit redundant and it actually can affect a little bit of our consistency. So this really helps to mix things up and kind of keep things fresh. So, a useful way to kind of break this down and, you know, make a clear picture of this is to put your training into what we call cycles. And you can kind of think about it as if you're going up and down a staircase. Um, you know, going through different levels of adaptation. A lot of times, for example, if I have a a client that comes to me and they they're kind of starting from the beginning. So maybe they've been through a lot of um dieting in their their lifespan and Maybe they've gone through a lot of high-intensity training and they just they just feel stuck. I really just like to start them from the very beginning. And the first step is your balance and your strength endurance. So just really showing the body what you plan to do and, you know, introducing that movement and the different form techniques and the different things that you are going to encounter it's a really great start. It's a really great starting place. Um, so then once we kind of master that and it doesn't have to be long, a lot of times my clients will stay there from anywhere from two weeks to sometimes two months, but then we move up to the next level and that's including more strength training, um, and not even getting to this, the place of building muscle quite yet, but just including, you know, weights and the form of lifting those weights, um, to a place where they feel comfortable and learning the different exercise moves and getting used to, you know, the feeling of soreness after a workout and just moving the body in, in ways that you may not move it on a regular basis. And then the next level is taking it that one step higher to hypertrophy, so muscle building and, you know, adaptation of the body. And that final and that final step is then going to be your your maximal strength. So if you want to take it that one step, and you don't have to get to this point if you don't want to, if you just want to stop at a certain level, that is okay too. But if you want to take it to that maximum, that's going to be your strength. So taking it to the heaviest weight that you can possibly lift, which is more of something that, um, you know, sometimes it's just more of an athletic stance or maybe you just want to challenge yourself, Um, So those are different things that you can all incorporate on that staircase. You can go different levels, but you aren't going to stay at that level forever. It's going to be up and down the staircase several times because it's just not going to benefit you at all in any regard to just stay in one place. And the nice thing about this too is when you train this way, you can almost plan out your entire year of training because when you're doing it in cycles you can kind of break it down with the months of the year and i just find that having a plan makes it so much easier to show up to your workout because it involves less brain work so you're able to strategically plan what that's going to look like for you throughout the year and your body is just going to, you're going to find that it's just going to ebb and flow and it's just going to really feel systematic. It's going to feel almost orchestrated and just really, it's going to feel smooth. It's not going to feel like you feel when you're in a plateau that you feel stuck. You're really going to see that it's not so much that you're always exhausted and you feel frustrated because I find that, to be a lot of times when we aren't maybe a program of muscle building and it's like I just feel like I'm not getting anywhere. You start to feel frustrated and then you kind of get stressed and then you get kind of tense and then things just kind of snowball in a way. But with this method, it's like it's just like a flowing river. It's like it just continues and it just it you just don't feel like you get to the point where you're stuck. So within those cycles, another helpful Um, like branch from that. So your cycles are kind of your overarching first step. Your second step would be also using what is called a split routine. So this is definitely into the whole muscle building idea. But a split routine is going to allow for full recovery of the muscle tissue in a specific area. So The general science behind this is that it takes 48 hours for a muscle to recover from the damage that you put upon it during a workout. So a split routine means that you're going to be doing different parts of the body throughout the week to allow for that to happen. So as an example, you know, maybe your week will look like Monday is your biceps and your back. Wednesday is lower body. Friday is shoulders and chest. Bear in mind there's no such thing as isolation isolation training which means that you only specifically are working the biceps in different moves you'll be working the biceps with triceps like it's not that you're just specifically focusing on biceps but kind of that area in general um so the example i gave is upper body lower body upper body so you're kind of shaking things up you're not just doing upper body, upper body, upper body, upper body, then a lower body. Um, so that's really going to help as well for that recovery for the short term. For the recovery for the long term, that's where your cycles come into play. I really hope that makes sense. So another thing I want to touch on that is not really fitness, it's more so nutrition. Um, something that I recommend to avoid plateaus with nutrition is, is avoiding extremes, because if you listen to my other episodes, extremes often lead to stress in the body and not the good kind. And again, stress in the body is not going to allow for change, um, and your body is just not going to know how to respond. So finding that moderation, and then when you do the the deficit or the surplus, really. Um, especially more specifically for the deficit because your body needs the fuel. If you're going to be working your body, um, you know, demand, placing demands on it, like you would, let's say a, a car, if you're, if you're wanting it to go somewhere, you need that fuel in the tank. Um, so, you know, the deficit, especially if you're going to have an extreme deficit, it is going to be so hard to achieve your result and your goal. Because your body is honestly just trying to survive. It doesn't even care what you're doing. It's like, how are we going to make it through this day kind of thing? So just keeping that in mind that, you know, on top of all the other things I've mentioned, um, making sure you're fueling your body to the best of your ability um, and making sure you feel good and that you have that energy. If you're noticing that you don't, then I would definitely encourage you to, you know, nourish in whatever way you can. And I know, too, from previous experience as well, that the temptation is to decrease calories because we think, oh, well, I'm not getting to those last, you know, five pounds, which... I, I, this is a side thing, but I encourage you not to necessarily, um, focus on the scale because the scale isn't really telling you all that you need to know. You know, those last five pounds could be water weight. It could be, um, that you gained muscle. Um, you know, if the scale hasn't gone down and you're wondering, you know, why it could be because you actually gained muscle and muscle has weight to it. So don't be discouraged. The, the scale is not the tell all. Um, But if you just find like it's like, oh, you know, there's just something not clicking, um, the temptation definitely could naturally be to decrease calories because we think, well, you know, something's just not adding up here, but I encourage you not to. Um, If anything, increase your calories. Again, your body needs the fuel. And if it's not provided to it, it's going to go into stress mode and not the good kind of stress. So... (laughs) Um, That's another thing with plateaus is, you know, keeping in mind that your nutrition needs to be there. And, you know, it's it might in the short term make it look like, oh, you know, changes are happening, but I promise you it's not maintainable and it's not going to benefit you in the long run. So hopefully these tips helped. I'm going to do a summary of everything I explained because I just want to, you know, kind of Take the key points away so that you're able to, you know, put together all of the information I literally just sputtered out to you. Um, but basically, the first point being incorporate deload weeks. So decrease that weight size, decrease the duration of your workouts, decrease the volume, maybe even decrease the amount of days you work out. And just remember it's not forever, it is temporary, it's just for a period of time. And also considering periodization in your routine, so incorporating those cycles. You know, maybe you have, you know, four to eight weeks of hypertrophy training, and then that's followed by four weeks of balance and mobility training, uh, followed by maybe another four weeks of maximal strength training, then followed by another four weeks of balance training. This is going to really have a nice ebb and flow in your routine, and it's honestly going to. It's going to make huge differences in your overall training. And then within that, um, you know, as a branch of the cycles, the cycles are going to be that longevity for you. Um, In the short term, the split routines are going to be what's really beneficial as well. So it's going to allow that full recovery of the muscle group that you've been working. And you're going to allow that change even within that small little duration. And then finally, remembering with your nutrition, always support your body with what you're doing, fuel your body, give it the nutrition it needs. It's probably not a deficit that you need to uh, follow. You don't need to decrease more calories. You probably need to increase them. So (laughs) with all of that, I know sometimes it can just be maybe information overload and it's like I don't even know where to start and I don't even know what this looks like. If you have questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me. please contact me especially on Instagram. I am on there um you know pretty much every day except Sundays <laughs> but um, you can reach out to me there. I am happy to answer questions. Also too, if you want to have a plan that is tailored to your needs, I am here, I offer one-on-one coaching and I can certainly help you with that and I can give you the direction that you wanna go and I can help you put that down on paper so that you can physically see it and you can actually say, okay, I, I get this and then you know you don't have to put in the brain work, you can literally just show up to your workouts and it's, it's just easier to feel like, okay, there is direction here. And if you've been listening to my podcast for a while now, or maybe you are a new listener and you like what you heard today, I would so appreciate it if you took even 30 seconds out of your day to write like even one sentence of a review or even leave a rating on any of the podcast platforms. That would mean so much to me. It helps my podcast get seen to more women across the world and I can help them in their fitness and their wellness routines. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope that this episode encouraged you today. And as always, I hope that you're having an awesome day. And until next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that what we talked about encouraged you. I'm so glad you're here. And always know that I'm cheering you on. Want more resources? Visit my website, www.faithfullyfitmotherhoodandwellnessinc.mykajabi.com or contact me anytime on Instagram at jess.colman. Also, if you enjoyed the podcast, please screenshot this episode and share it on your social media so that we can continue to spread the mission of living in the abundance God has intended for us. We are here to serve and lead each other to Christ. So let's set this world on fire with God's love. Be blessed, friend. Until next time, this is Faithfully Fit Motherhood.